When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, there's a little horse waiting at the bottom of the English lot. He's been waiting down there, waiting for a race. They never ever see him from the top. He gets pushed around, knocked to the ground. He gets to his feet and he screams. What about kids? It isn't fair. He's had enough, now he wants his share, can't you see? He wants to race, and now you must vote for kids. Good on you, Nelsie. Uh, that is unbelievable, Jack Dickens. <laughs> it's got me pumped up. In fact, there's goosebumps type of stuff there from Shannon Noel. Like, who wouldn't vote for Keats now as I welcome you to the Midweek Masterclass on this Tuesday, Dicko, how's the um, campaign going now after Shadow delivered that piece of magic for you? Uh, Nolsey's given us a little bit of an injection and we've slid back into the top 10. We are 38, or about 35 votes clear of 11th, chasing down Jackano. And it's so, going uh, to be... Still work to do. If you're out there and you want to support the team, please do. Please vote for Keats. It's going to be a tight race. And especially when they still black it out for the last three or four days. I don't have a clue. I've never, yeah. I've never paid attention before. Yeah, well, I'd be a little bit nervous when you don't know what's going on. But looking forward to you handing out the pamphlets outside of Sandown as people walk through the gates there. That big group one meeting comes Saturday. What about at sale tomorrow, Dicko? Are you excited about this midweek meeting? Gareth, I, I can't lie. I'm not good at it. Um, I'm not excited. I'm nervous about it. I don't like the meeting at all. Only seven races, G, which yep. is weird, isn't it? Well, usually at this time, there's plenty of racing happening. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this meeting unfolds. But there's seven winners still to be found, Dicko. Yeah, well, what I thought I'd do is I'd run you through each race and just tip, tip a horse and then we'll have a bet. All right, then. Take it away. First race... Um, Last chance ever for the four Doughboy Hollow, Gay Waterhouse Trains, Stayer, make yes. its own luck. It was way in front of the sweet spot last start. I think it can win, but I don't really want to back it. Freddie Kersley. What about the second race? Geez, Jason Warren's on fire at the moment. He's got this odds on favourite gold manuka going yeah. around with Stackhouse to ride. Yeah, I think it'll win. Um, I almost decided to make this the bet, but I thought, you know, no one's tuning in for me to tip them a dollar eighty shot, but I think it will win. Especially and it could anchor a few multis, G. Especially with your mate throwing um throwing the bullets at us um from his Reckliff little studio that he has saying that we just tip favourites on this show, like give us a spell, Curlio. <laughs> he's turning he's getting into floggish territory these days with those um sniping comments on, on Twitter. Yeah, he's up and about, you know, he's excited. We're all excited. We Yesterday are. was like a really fun day at the mailbag with the Keats, with yes. the Shannon Noel video coming through and the edits. And yep. Oh, it's exciting. <laughs> that would excite me. I don't know. It's, you're just living the dream, Dicko. What about Easterly at 280 in the third? Yeah, I think, I think it'll win. Um, that's the bet we're going to have. So we'll just have our 200 on Easterly. Uh, yep. I'm a bit nervous about 
Maravich. It's only had the one start. This horse, good camp, uh, up in trip, ticks a couple of boxes. But I think Easterly's like the yeah. PR horse here and be hardest to beat. So we're going to bet what about, Easterly. What about Dooley first up in, at sale race for this preparation? Look, I thought Prancing Spirit was the best trials of the unraced, and the market tells you that's five fifty. Yeah. Um, but I think Dool will win. All right then. What about Ryuki? Maddie Williams is in really good form. This horse is going um, well. It's travelling a long way from Warnable to Sale this on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, this is a complete grey up, Jay. Yeah. Because I'd be interested in this horse sort of anywhere, but if you look through its form guide, it's a bit of a non-winner at the same time. Mm. Very good at Flemington behind a nice horse. Oh, what was it called, G? Help me out. Um, at Flemington, the Matty Williams train Galloper. I think I was on that day um, when it finished behind second. Behind Bella Ritchie, Mitchell yep. Friedman's horse. Yep. Um, then I went to Sandown on the hillside, back in grade and failed. Uh, look, I, I want to go around it. I quite like this Cobblestones way, okay. the five here. And I thought Lake Ty, I, I, I'd work around the five and the three, Cobblestone way and Lake Ty. Um, like scared of Ryoku. Um, it might have been Hopkins too. This race has had a lot of grey in it for me. So Hopkins yep. is first up for Reese Goodwin, who's doing a really, really good job with tried horses. Um, you know, um, poor old Hopkins was gapped. If you look at his form guide, two starts back by... Uh, Keats beaten by yeah. 6.5 lengths. So that's group two form now. So hard to knock. Reese Goodwin improves horses. Hard to improve horses off Bustin and Young at the same time. So Hopkins on Ryoku I found really hard to, to sort of put a number on. But I thought Cobblestone Way and Lake Tyre were the two most likely betting opportunities in that race. Then in race 6G. Something the, the that you lack, won. social conscience. Well, I, I kind of like Lady of Light. And... Um, mm -hmm. I just there's nothing come out of the race at one. Like how stiff would you be to, to have a horse and run into Kiramar and Dave Eustis at Stony Creek? But someone did and, and it won. Um there's no form out of that race yet. There's some form out of its previous preparation where it's it's just got a really good nice SP profile. Yeah. I think it gets a really good run from Barrier Six. I think Lady of Light's the most likely winner of race six. Got about thirty seconds remix. Can it win the last? I like Samedi. Okay. On top. That's number six, Samedi. Um, but it's been up for a while, a uh, bit of a number. They're all a bit of a number in this race, um, so tread carefully, G. But your bet is Easterly Race 3, horse number 12 there at sale. Yep, that's us. Beautiful. Do you have any mail there from uh, Curlio for the Brisbane meeting? Of course, Red Eagle Farm on a Wednesday. Yeah, I do. You ready? Yep. Eagle Farm, Race 2, number 3, Rubahi. Yes. Eagle Farm, Race 8, number 1, Mr. Omega. Beautiful. Text message coming through. Gareth, I hope you're well. I often message all your midweek masterclass tipsers. All of them reply ex ex except one. Guess who? And then five minutes later, this listener's replied, it's Dicko. <laughs> I'll get your number. And in fact, I've got your number here. I'll send you Dicko's number so you can ring him anytime you want. <laughs> That's what you do. That's what you get for being an arrogant. Um, no, that that's a that's a complete yeah, block. I've got to go falsehood. For, yeah, that's, that's not true. I'll write back to everyone. All Get right, in then. touch on Twitter. DMs open. Bye All for right, now. See you later. There's Dicko. There, we'll take a break. Come back uh, with the news. Isn't far away. Then we'll continue on our midweek masterclass. Welcome back to Giddy Up. It is ten oh three. A lot of love for Shannon. Um, Shannon uh, Nolsey or Shannon Noll um, for singing that song. About Keats, um, they should make that into an album or a single anyway.
Let's continue on the Midweek Masterclass. Thanks to the Mailbag team. Mark Roden and Peter Anthony has joined me. First of all, to you, Mark. It's a good morning. Good morning, Gareth. How are you? I'm very well. Mailbag Bloodstock must have a big marketing budget to get Shadow Noel. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're flying. I mean, they're just, just winner after winner. Or... Yeah, yeah they've got more money than they uh, know what to do with, obviously. <laughs> now, did you like any horses out of the weekend? Any black bookers that you want to keep an eye on? Uh, me, yeah, well, there are a few obvious ones. One I liked the first up run of was uh, Pavitra in Sydney. Um, yeah. You know, she ran in the Oaks in Melbourne. She's obviously going to be on a similar sort of path. Phillies and mares races. Um, that was a real fast run race, that electric girl run. Uh, she settled midfield, didn't, you know, really close off fast and anything else, but really held her own in what, yeah, as I said, was a fast run race. So that's a, a really great pipe opener for the prep, I reckon. All right there, mate. What about at Warwick Farm on a Wednesday afternoon? What are you doing there? Yeah, we've got a couple. Um Pretty thin meeting. Happens this time of year when we have the Friday nights as well, and they still have the Wednesday metros. It does get spread a bit thin, but we found two. Uh, the last two races of the day, actually. Um, race six, number seven, Major Beal. Um, strong first up winner in a pretty reasonable Saturday provincial race at Newcastle first up. Um, drawn wide here, so it would be T. Clark on just floats across. That's actually a pretty good setup, I think. Um, and I think he's got more upside than most of uh, his rivals here. Um, High Court, gee, he was a big run in te- uh, in, on a Saturday race last start. Three wide all the way, kept fighting, but that, that might have knocked him out. He's, he's had a lot of racing, gets McDonald, he's, he's in the race, but yeah, gee, that was a tough run. Uh, Regal Palm, got the job done at Canterbury last start, but about fifth up now. Uh, yeah, Major Bill's the one on the way up. Oh, Aravine's the other one to mention. She's a promising sort of staying. Uh, mayor, but might be one or two away. So I think Major Beale's just going to put itself right in the race and be hard to beat at around 4.40. And race and seven? we move over to the last race now, uh, race seven. Uh, big field here, but I thought number 12, the great Houdini, another one that was caught wide last start, um, gets Zach Lloyd on, who has just returned after suspension and hit the ground running, gets two kilos for him. Um yeah, Noble Conqueror has gone up favourite again as he was well back first up. I, I just don't know whether he's as good as the market thinks he is, to be honest. And I think the great Houdini sets up a lot better than he did last start with the weight pull for the claim, as I suggested. Uh, around 460 is backable. Might, might get better tomorrow in the big field, uh, of course. But um, yeah, looks a bit to me as well. So if we uh, were spending 200, I'd, I'd have 100 to win on each of them. So the great Houdini and also race six, horse number seven there at Warwick Farm at Major Bill. Peter Anthony joins as well. G'day, Pete. G'day, Gareth. How are you going? Good, thank you, mate. Ascot on the on a Wednesday afternoon. First of all, did you like Magic Millions Day? Did you find a couple of winners? Yeah, managed to get the winner in the two-year-old race as well as uh, Dream to Me, which uh, got the bobby in on the line. So I've been uh, a bit unlucky with photos and running second of late, so it was good to get the Geraldton Galloper up there for Jagsy Turner. Yep, he's a good man, Jagsy Turner. What about um, your thoughts on this Ascot meeting from a staking plan? Yeah, it's an interesting card. I think what we'll probably see, 14-metre rail with the cutaway, it's only been used once in the last four years, and that was in November, and it played very much off-speed, wide lanes into the straight, and horses building with momentum around that velodrome. So... Look, I'm looking for horses settling back in the field that just got there in the in the zone. And one of those is in race four, number eight, Rocky Path. Look, I'm hoping we get a price here because the horse has never won at the track. Um, Clint Johnson Porter jumps on for the 
apprentice and look just the way that it's been running over the last couple of starts sectional wise it looks like it's pretty much close to its top so although it's a difficult to track for it to win it i think it finds a suitable race there there's plenty of speed up front gets the wide gate which will be perfect and it can just flow into the race so hopefully we'll get a price here race four number eight rocky path now i haven't been now this could be a little bit disrespectful and i apologize as it is but if it is but vaughn sigley when was the last time he trained a winner uh if you give me about three minutes, Gareth, I can find out. Look, uh, look, it, it is, it's a fair point, but that's, yep. that should, it should be factored into the price. So I'm expecting we get well and truly into double figures. Um, and look, some of these Albany figures of late, we've seen it with Steve, Steve Wolf's team and yeah. a few of these races, they're actually holding up quite well in the city. So yeah, that's what I'm hoping overall is we get a, a decent price in this runner. All right, love it, love it, mate. So Rocky Path, just $200 straight out on that galloper. I'll probably be going each way, to be fair. If we're not getting double figures, I'm not going to be entertaining it, but um, okay. I'm expecting we get well into double figures there. 100, 100 each way will do us, Pete. You're a good man. And Mark Roden, keep on dominating. Thanks for that, mate. Thank, thank you, Gareth. There is Mark, Gareth. There's Mark Roden, Pete Anthison, and part of the midweek masterclass on this Tuesday morning, of course, is our team from Tassie because it's their big day. Jeez, it would be great to be at Launceston. Tomorrow afternoon. Unfortunately, we can't get there on Giddy Up, but Bear Robertson and Matty Reid will be live on course there at Longford. And they join us now. G'day to you, Bear Robertson, first of all. Morning, Gareth. How are you, mate? Good, thank you. And the snapper joins us, Matty Reid. G'day, mate. We're going to miss you in Launceston this year, G. Yep. I, I love it usually catching up with snapper and Bear has to drag you home <laughs> on a Tuesday night because you've got to work tomorrow. <laughs> you get excited, don't you, on a night like this? On Launceston Cup Eve. Are you talking to me or Bear? But no, we both you snapper. Yeah, no, guilty, guilty of that. Um, I actually arrived on Monday night. I was very well behaved. So um, I'm fresh, looking forward to a big couple of days. We usually go to the Bogues party there on on the um, on Launceston Cup Eve, which would be tonight. Who's your famous politician that I always run into, Bear? Um... Jackie Lambie. Oh, Jackie Lambie. Isn't she a character? Like the first thing yeah. she, she told me, and, um, I think well, I think she wanted to go for a dart or something. And the first thing she told me, she goes, well, if you vote me and I'm going to make sure we bring Eskies back to the Devonport Cup meeting. So did she get that over the line? Responsible citizen of the alcohol would probably prevent that, Gareth, I would have thought. Well, there you go. Obviously, she didn't get it over the line, but we need to get a winner at Launceston tomorrow. Jeez, it's always a difficult day, Snapper, um, to back a winner on Launceston Cup Day. So this will be testing you guys to see how good you are. We'll start with the Launceston Cup. Military mission that took out the Hobart Cup, looking for the big bonus there and going for the big double for Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bod and Winona Coston, 310 with Bet365. Um, we've got Spirit Ridge at $4. Blake Shin is back in town. And then Aura Symphony, who was the winner last year for Simon Wilde and Blake McDougall at 550. How do you read this year's contest? We'll start with you, Snapper. Yeah, I think um, it's a really good race, first of all. Like, uh, admittedly, there's a, a long tail, but there's not many major cups where that's not the case, G. But I think we've got probably at least half a dozen genuine winning chances. I think Aurora Symphony is a, a really good chance of going back to back this year. They they came via the same race, the Colac Cup. They won that. He comes here second up, which is a lot different to last year, but I'm not really that concerned about that. He had some residual fitness, and the Colac Cup win was really impressive. 
he draws just to get the same run he did last year and uh, at an each way price, I think he's um, he's the way that I'm looking. Aurora's Symphony. Well, what are you doing here, Bear, in the Cup? Um, sort of a little bit similar to Snap. I think the Hobart Cup winner, Military Mission, is definitely the one to beat. Should get the same sort of run it got at Hobart. I think as a ranker brings a bit of a different form line. It's about 20, 25 to 1. It's drawn a really nice gate. So I think it's it's some chance. Agree with Snap with his on-top selections and my numbers. And I think travelling Gigolo to the Hobart Cup will run well as well. What about the inevitable? He's what price now? We bet three six five around a dollar forty. Um, many good judges say he should be a dollar twenty. Bear. Yeah, well they've led us on most times this preparation, but I don't think there's any need to touch the dollar forty five. But if you want to put in a multi, I suppose you could, mate. But just hope he's winning again tomorrow. Well, he should be winning if you want to go to the All Star Mile. He should win by about five lengths, you would imagine, Bear. Yeah. Well. Just he could have probably won by five at Hobart, but David looked after him, mate. So um, it is a horse race. So um, yeah, the, the horse is really well. So we're confident we're going to run a really good race again. What are your specials on this card, um, Snapper? What are you thinking? Well, we've only got markets on um, the three feature races at, at this stage, G. But pretty keen to be with Lalo Pluck, I think, in the Royal Rambo, which is race six on the program. And Bear and I have discussed a bit on our podcast this season. He's probably one of the most improved horses in the state, this bloke. He's down at Seven Mile Beach with Scotty Brunton. He's a horse known to have a few issues with his legs, but they've got him spot on. He savaged the line behind Rebel Factor last time in the Labrake Stakes. Third there was Turk Warrior, who won with ease on Sunday. He's drawn poorly. Um, that might just help us get a better price, though. I think he's flying, and with any luck, he might be too good. So... You're right, Opener G. It's sort of big fields. I think we'll be working pretty hard to find a winner outside outside of the inevitable. But um, Lalo Pluck's one I'm, I'm pretty keen to get involved with. Love it. What about you, Bear? What are we doing? I'm keen on race nine, number four, Reward Achiever each way. It opens sort of 11 and $12. Horses in this race are going really well, but there's a few distant doubts. And this horse loves the 1,400 metres at Mowbray. So Cody Jordan will have it. Um, close to the pace and hopefully it's just too good and it skips clear on the turn and we all uh, roar as one, Gareth, and uh, get the cash. And um, Jack Higgins, who's been on fire for the mailbag, he likes M. Ballard to win the, the Vamos Stakes for Tommy Dabernick. Um Says it's a good thing, snapper at Launceston. And Bell Pine Miss, race one, best of the day each way. So that's a midweek masterclass. Yeah, Jack Higgins told me that he's already been paid out on Embella. Um, okay. And he's been following me around with Belpine Miss, so I'm not surprised he's, he's given that one out. Mm. But, um, no, he's been going all right, Higo, so good on him. Can you just watch out for Bear yesterday? Because he loves the Richie Robertson, even though he's from the north. Is it Launceston? The, that's the, what's, it's Launceston in the north, isn't it? You're from the south. I've got to get that right. Um, no wonder I'm not invited back to Tassie. Um, Bear just like he laps it up. He stays at the golf club, etc. And um, last year he was he was owning winners as well. And I think he kissed Scotty Brunson on the lips. So who knows what he'll do if the inevitable taste success. Turn now, it up, Gareth. Turn it up. Mate. Now, now you've done your campaign pretty well. I thought for the All Star Mile, I think you'll definitely make it into the top ten. But we might need you to do a little bit of this. Surely you've got a famous singer or someone that you could do to make up a song about the inevitable because, once again, this is what the mailbag team did yesterday. 
Well, there's a little horse waiting at the bottom of the English lot. He's been waiting down there, waiting for a race. They never ever see him from the top. He gets pushed around, knocked to the ground. He gets to his feet and he screams. What about kids? It isn't fair. He's had enough, now he wants his share, can't you see? He wants to race, and now you must vote for Keith. So now, brewing stuff, Nolsey, once again. Can you give us a song? Can you give us something for the inevitable as we go out? No. Yeah. Come on, That's Bear. Shake it, shake no, it, shake it, shake it, baby, no, or something Garrett. like that, Bear. No, mate. No, mate, I'm too conservative for that. I'll pay that, though. That's elite areas what, there. But what, uh, we just sort of went down the Jack Jumpers area, mate, so I think that's pretty big as well. So hats off to the uh, okay. you go on the group. Well, you've probably got the T-shirts if, made up, have you already? Gareth, you know that I had nothing to do with that. Maybe if uh, we get to the All-Star Mile, maybe Scotty Brunton and Teagan can do a duet or something like that. Oh yes, maybe as long as uh, I think Scotty Scotty Brunton should play out the the the, the messages he sends to his owners. They might oh. might get him a few votes. He's a fascinating character. Your trainer, Bear. Hey, Snap! It's always a pleasure, mate. You enjoy Launceston Cup Day, Matty Reid. Always do. We'll miss you, do. We'll have yep. one for you tonight. Hey, is this Pete Staples' last day on the job? Uh, yeah, as good as, as yep. good as. He's uh, he's going on a cruise after tomorrow. So um, yeah, I had breakfast with Stapes this morning. He's, he's looking forward to it. Well, on behalf of everyone on Giddy Up and SEN Track, can you just send our um, congratulations for a stellar career? He's been the heart and soul of Tassie Racing for so long, and um, he loves the he loves the industry. He loves the participants across the three codes. And I tell you what, he's lucky they they've got someone like you to take his place. Um, but he should be proud of the work that he's been able to do in promoting Tassie Racing. So if you could pass that on to Stapes, that would be much appreciated. Certainly will. Well said, Jake. Good on you, Bear and Snapper. Good luck. See you, Gary. Time for a quick break, and then we're facing the breeze because there's plenty to talk about in the sport of harness racing.